Hello, welcome to Workplace Wake Up. I'm Jen Shaw. Every week, I spend about 15 minutes covering legal developments, introducing you to interesting guests, and providing some entertainment to start your workday. Today, we're going to talk about the importance of being kind at work. If you're as old as I am, you might remember when we had video stores where you could go rent videos. And one of the things that all the stores asked was, be kind, rewind, right? Please rewind the video so that the next person would be able to start at the beginning. And I was talking with a good friend about this recently, and I realized that rewinding in the workplace is so important. Obviously, we're all working hard right now to get the best employees and to keep the best employees and keep our customers and our vendors and our clients happy. And I think sometimes in our desire to do that, we lose the basics that we all learned in preschool, right? Or when we were small about playing well in the sandbox and treating others the way we want to be treated and walking a mile in other people's shoes. All of those sort of platitudes that we learned or we or we hear actually become very important in the workplace when you're trying to collaborate and you're trying to get things done. And one of the things I think that has really happened because of COVID is a lot of us have had a very difficult time. We may have lost family members. We may have been ill ourselves. We have lost jobs. We have lost friends. We have moved. We have changed careers. There's been a lot going on in the last couple of years. And I think when we stop and take a moment to consider what it really takes to be successful in our work lives, how we work well with our coworkers, how we can motivate our teams to get things done, there really is an important aspect of the relationship that we have with these folks that is based on kindness, that is based on taking a moment not reacting immediately, but thinking about what is the other person thinking? How do they see this situation, right? We take a moment to rewind and all of a sudden we start realizing, okay, maybe the thing I'm upset about or excited about isn't as big of a deal as I thought it was. And there's obviously a lot of literature and data out there about what makes employees happy and why they choose to stay in particular organizations, why they leave, why they decide to join a particular supervisor or manager. And it's interesting to me when you read that data and you hear what people say about these issues, a lot of times it's not the money, it's not the job title, it's not the fancy office. They want to be respected. They want to be treated well. They want to be appreciated and valued. And that doesn't mean that we're talking about the, I was on the soccer team, so I deserve a medal, right? You show up and you get the medal. I'm not talking about that. What I'm thinking about more is the idea of we are human beings. Different things make us tick based on our experiences, our relationships, the things that have have really impacted us in our lives, 
different issues, comments, incidents can hit us all differently. So if you're going to be successful in the workplace, you've got to be able to take a step back and really see the world from everybody else's perspective. And I got to tell you, that's really hard when we're encouraged to multitask, right? There are times when I find myself trying to answer two phones, my landline and my cell phone, and respond to text messages and respond to emails. I read an article recently about Mark Zuckerberg at Meta, uh, formerly Facebook, and he talked about how he literally feels like he gets a punch in the gut every morning when he reads his emails. And what used to happen is he said, I would read these emails. It would take about an hour. It was mostly bad news because everyone wants to tell you good news in person, but you get the bad news in the email. And he said, I would get so upset that the first person I saw, I would yell at them or I would get very frustrated. I would get very annoyed at what was going on. So now after he reads his emails, he spends an hour doing some exercise. It's currently mixed martial arts. I guess it used to be surfing and running. But the funny thing he said about running is when you run, you have to think too much. I need exercise where I have to think about what I'm doing so I don't think about those emails. And it really made me think about how we have to come up with coping mechanisms, right? We have to find a way to cope with the challenging emails, to cope with the difficult situations at work. And sometimes, as a mentor once told me, the best thing to do is to do nothing, not to respond, not to react, but take a moment to think about what is going on and rewind, right? Take a moment to think about do you have all the information? Do you have the full picture? Are you reacting in the moment out of frustration or anger or disappointment or fear or anxiety? And I am not a psychologist, right? I'm just a lowly employment lawyer. But I can tell you as I get older, I realize more and more how my emotions drive my success at work. One of my colleagues said to me the other day, we were talking about an issue with some computers and she said, I can tell you're frustrated and that's hard. And I thought to myself, gosh, I'm not frustrated with you. I wasn't frustrated with her, but I was frustrated with the situation. And it probably didn't make it very easy to have a conversation with me about what we were discussing. And I felt bad about that. I talked to her about it later and apologized and said, you know, sometimes these issues feel overwhelming. I just want to sit down and do my work, right? And I realized, of course, part of my work as running a law firm and managing people and managing administrative processes is figuring out the IT problem, figuring out the computer issue, understanding what's going on with staffing. And it's not always going to be obvious and it's not always going to be simple. So when I think about how to show up as my best self at work, it really does go back to be kind, rewind, right? It really does go back to thinking about how my behavior, my conduct, my comments, 
my emails, how they affect other people. One of the things we do in our firm is conduct internal investigations and what we call temperature reads. And a temperature read or climate assessment is when we go into a workplace, something's going on that management is worried about. Maybe people are leaving or they've been making more than the usual number of internal complaints or there's just a lot of gossiping going on and they want to figure out what's happening and they figure that the employees will probably be a little more open with someone from the outside. So we go in and we interview folks and we ask questions like, you know, tell me what you like about your job. Tell me what you don't like about your job. What are the things you would change if you could? And inevitably, almost every time we do that, somebody mentions how they are treated. Somebody in the office has a temper. Somebody in the office sends what I call hot emails, right? They're upset and they send a missive. And of course, they feel better because they got it off their chest. But the person on the receiving end isn't feeling so great about it. And when we go back and deliver these results, the executives and managers who we're meeting with often are surprised. That's what they're upset about. They're upset about my emails. They're upset because I get a little snippy sometimes in the morning before I have my coffee. Yeah, it matters. And in an environment like we have now, where we do have difficulty recruiting and unemployment is low and people are choosing to do non-traditional jobs, they've reconsidered their lives after COVID. They don't want to sit in an office. They don't want to be on a time clock. We have to find ways to motivate those people to want to join our organizations. And it gets back to being kind. It doesn't mean you give your employees everything they want. It doesn't mean you give them a medal for showing up. But it means you actively listen. You take a moment before reacting. It's okay to stop and think. I had a call with a client the other day, and there were a lot of issues that we were discussing. And at one point, I said, okay, let me just think about this for a minute. And the client, who was frustrated, said, Jen, I don't pay you to think. I pay you to act. And I said, well, we have a couple of different choices. If you don't want me to think and you want to just flip a coin, heads will do X, tails will do Y. But if you want a really good answer to the situation we're dealing with, you're going to have to let me think for a moment. Not three days, not three hours, probably not even three minutes, but I need a moment. And it's okay to say to yourself and to someone else, I'm not going to react right now. I'm not going to take that bait. I'm not going to allow myself to be sucked in. I'm going to take a minute and I'm going to think about the most appropriate response. How should I deal with this situation? Now, obviously, some things require immediate action, right? But many times at work, when you take a breath and you think about what's going on, you will realize it's probably not the disaster you were thinking, right? My former business partner has a phrase that I love. It's tragic, but never serious, right? There's something 
that is going on right now. But in the long run, it's probably not going to be that big of a deal. Some things are, no doubt about it. In our current culture, where we have to respond quickly and multitask and get things done yesterday, it bears thinking about the value of waiting, the value of not taking immediate action. And when you finally decide to act, considering how your actions are going to land on someone else. When we do that, we create a culture of inclusion. We create a culture of belonging. We create a culture of collaboration and teamwork and communication. Is it always easy? No. But as I tell my daughter, we can do hard things. Hard things are not impossible. They just take a little more effort. So remember, be kind, rewind. See you next time. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to spread the word, please share it with others, post about it on social media, and or rate and review it. Of course, you can also follow us on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter, and email us at info at Workplace Wake Up, including its guests and hosts, do not provide legal advice in this podcast. Do not act upon any of the information discussed in this podcast without consulting a licensed attorney in your jurisdiction.